What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 12. I'm your host, Wesley Hill. Join with my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, founder Chad Rice on the mic tonight, and our special guest this week, Mr. TJ Carver. TJ had the awesome opportunity last year and this year to go out west and get an over-the-counter tag to go elk hunting. And on top of that, we're going to learn a little bit of background of who he is and what he does for a living. And on top of that, Hunter and Chad go in deep about what it's like trapping. So let's get into it. Well, what's up, guys? What's, what's up, up what's Wesley? Up? Not much. Hunter, thank you for joining us. Chad, pleasure as always. And our special guest this week, Mr. TJ Carver. How are you doing, man? I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. Tired? Doing. Yeah. But, uh, but good. I think we're all a little tired. Yeah, man. We've been uh, pulling like 12-hour days <laughs> in the shop trying to, trying to get caught up on these Black Friday orders. Yeah, it's man. been... It's been hectic. We did a week long. So we didn't do a Black Friday last year, and we did one this year, and... But we did decided to do it a week long, <laughs> a week long sale. So, uh, yeah, thanks to all the customers and people listening. If you yeah. bought one, but it yeah. was, yeah, it's been a lot of work. We're still not done either. No, we're still trying to catch up, man. Yeah, and we've daggum, we shipped out what like five hundred packages in the last four days. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, we've been averaging like one hundred and twenty to one hundred and forty day something yeah. like that. It's been a grind. We've been working 12-hour days. I've been trying to – show season's coming up, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get ready for that. So, Yeah, it's been wild. It's it's honestly pretty crazy because it's like it's been nonstop, and I know the moment we get through this, it's going to continuously be nonstop. <laughs> so yeah. we're just yeah. all gearing up. Yeah, but – Heck yeah, dude. So no hunting for us this past week. What about you, TJ? You been in the uh, woods? I, I went out this weekend a little bit um, – Life's been hectic, so I haven't been able to go out as much as I would like to, but... Um, Heard that. Yeah. <laughs> been trying to make time, so... Yeah. Um, a couple times. I tried to go this morning, but I just had this, like, nasally chest thing, and I said, mm-hmm. I don't want to push it. I'd rather Forget just it. sleep today, and yeah. You know what? I woke up at 3.30, 3, 3.30 this morning, and uh, every intention to go hunt, and then I was just realized how much i had to do at work so i was like yeah. hey, forget it Just yeah that's literally been me for like the past three weeks <clears throat> i've been getting up in the mornings like i'm like oh i'm gonna go hunt and then oh, i wake up like that's my full intention is i'm gonna be in the woods 4 a.m and then i wake up at 3 a.m and i'm like man i could really go back to sleep eight right now and get like two <laughs> more hours eight more minutes <laughs> that's how i've been too oh, dude it's been terrible man slow yeah yeah. It's been it's been a rough season was, so yeah. far. I don't know though. TJ said he's had some action a little oh, bit, he, but you've had some good I've action. I've had a little bit of action. Hey, TJ, why don't you do us a favor and just kind of introduce yourself and yeah. kind of how we all know each other? So okay, uh, well, uh, it's my first time meeting Hunter. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice for real? To meet you? Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. First time. Yeah. Heck yeah. We're like best friends now. I mean, yeah. I feel like I know him because we because y'all have talked about him so much. Good things. Good, Good things. things. I hope so. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, I know Chad and his wife through church. Um, I'm on the worship team at church, so. Um, yeah. Oh, slap at a bass player. Yes, sir. Slap at the bass. Someone's got to lay it down, so. Yes, sir. Why not me? Funky beats. Um, and then I met Wes, same church. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of it, years. Was it college life or was it tribe? I can't remember because I remember... Let's see. What I year did you, you graduate? I met you in college life for the first time because me and Christina were helping David and Kenzie yeah. run it, or not run it, but help 
you know. Organize. Yeah, I think I was doing sound or something. Yeah. But. Turntables. Yeah. <laughs> you know. DJ Chad. No, I do. I know. Actually. <laughs> Chatty I, Daddy. Chatty Daddy. I, I, was, I was also on the worship team, but behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. yeah. On the other doing, side doing, of the wall. Doing the sound. Yeah. You need yeah. those guys. That's the most important yeah. part. It is. I agree, yeah. man. <laughs> Otherwise. Yeah, literally. You don't sound very good. <laughs> no. You got a good sound guy. <laughs> no, that is very accurate. I, yeah. Dude, I can't remember when we first met because we knew each other kind of when we were in high school. Like I knew of you because you went you. to Baxter, right? No. Where did you go? <laughs> you didn't uh, even go to Cookville. All over the place. Yeah, I'm not from Cookville. When did you move to Cookville then? Um, August of 2017. Okay, so it was literally right after we graduated. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You probably started going to college life. I don't know. I was smoking a lot of weed then, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I think we met, we met shortly after that. Yeah. Honestly, now that it's kind of making sense, I'm pretty sure I went there a couple times because there was a girl I liked that I knew was going there. <laughs> and I think that's when I saw you. I can't remember. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, that's been a wild ride, dude. Yeah. Well, dude, season uh, we went hunting. What was it about two weeks ago now? Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we went to church and then we yep. got on the boat and yeah, took off. Yeah. Dude, uh, I was telling you about this, but I don't I don't think I told Hunter when we were uh, riding back that day. Um, what time was it? It was probably like eight o'clock. Where were we seven at? Seven o'clock. Cordell. We went no. to Edgar Evans. Edgar Evans. Center Hill. Yeah. yeah. Was and, it your uh, boat? Don't you have a boat? Yeah. <laughs> Every time we, we like put the boat like in the a water. Boat or? <laughs> Dude, he would yeah. he would try to turn it on and he'd look around. He's like, I promise I'm going to get you home. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> never a good sign. <laughs> it, it wouldn't start. And then uh, he's like, she, he goes, Dude, just give it one second. It's just warming up. Got to talk nice to her. Come on, baby. You got this. <laughs> and then finally it started. And then we like took off. But we were like going down uh, the uh, the lake. And uh, I don't know if, if it was just because the wind was swirling or what, but dude, it looked like there was like a hundred tornadoes on the lake, That's just from wild. the steam, from the mist. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was oh, wild. The, was this in the morning though? No, it was uh, a late it was an afternoon. Late it was an afternoon. afternoon. Okay, yeah, yeah. We get, we got down at dark, and so yeah. we we rode back in in pitch black and. Yeah, that was a good hunt. That's fun. A, we saw absolutely nothing. Well, no, we <laughs> saw a coyote. We saw a coyote. Yeah, we, we tried to get it that. to come in, but couldn't get it. It was a big coyote, too. Yeah. It was a big boy. Everything's big down there at the lake. Yeah, it was we, a lot of fun, though. We sat over um, a rub, yeah. a nice rub. It's like on top of a bench or something. Yeah. It's a good little spot. There's it was nothing. a lot of fun. I've been uh, reading about quite a few people uh, hunting around the lake this year. Oh, for real? Yeah, I saw a few comments where some people were like, yeah, it's kind of not great action and a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, I yeah. honestly could see that, especially after that. <clears throat> I've been out there like three, three or four times this year. And every time it's like, if I'm lucky, Bone I'll see a, a doe yeah. running. Yeah. There is some spots though. Like There's some, some spots. I mean, spots. you got to get in deep, but like, yeah, it's might be steep or whatever. I've been waiting for, um, gun season. I'll probably go the last couple of weeks. I'll try and get out there once or twice. Cause they say all those gun hunters push them down near the bank so you just go set up on a bank somewhere with yeah. your wind going out onto the water and that's a good idea just yeah. post up in a cove or something mm-hmm. 
Make sure that boat's off. <laughs> you ain't moving. <laughs> well, I don't think it's going to turn on. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's an old 89, two strokes, so you just got to... You just got to love on her. Yeah. You just, she just needs a little Train love. her well, and yeah. she's just a little pretty princess. And That's all she is, yeah. Yeah. And she gets from point A to point B. Yep, sometimes. <laughs> Every time. It got you there, didn't yeah. it? And no, it did. It did get me there and back. Yeah, once it starts, it's good. Yeah. Just getting it to start. She's a little cold nature now. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I don't, I don't. I hate to bring it up, but I have to. You have seen two bucks and had two buck opportunities. Yeah. And I know it may have not gone well, but I want you to go in and talk about it. Man, I think that's the uh, that's the joy of bow hunting or the challenge of bow, bow hunting, right? Yeah. Is, uh, man, you can get them close sometimes, but it's just you just fail. Yeah. All the all the stars got to align. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if I was out there with a gun, it was during gun season, but I had my bow, and if I had my gun, I'd had two decent-sized bucks down, so. Yeah. Um, well, what's the fun in there? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah. no fun at all. Um, <laughs> no. no, so, yeah, so this is my third year hunting. Um, it's probably the most action I've had so far out of all three years. Um, I had a nice nice seven-point come in and uh, could not get him to... Could not get him to take another step. He smelt me, and I was already drawn back. And I had been drawn back for, like, over a minute is by the this, time he worked. Was this on the lease? Or yeah, this is okay. on the lease. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he just came through cruising at, like, 1.30 in the afternoon. Um, this was another Sunday. I think the yeah. Sunday after we went out. I, I went to church and then went out to the lease, and he came through at, like, 1.30. And, and I knew my wind was going to hit him, and I had a small window, and I just needed one more step. But he stopped. And he was his vitals were just right behind a tree. I could see his head, I could oh. see his butt, um, but where mm. I'd want to shoot. And, and I contemplated. Yeah. It felt like an hour, but headshot. Like, did I shoot him in the neck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you definitely didn't. I did not. Good. I didn't Made the right them. decision there. Yeah. I think, but I, I think so. But I was like completely demoralized for the rest of the that evening because he he took off blowing because i had to let down there was like i was shaking so bad from holding holding full draw love it and so um he took off and blew as he was running and blew up the hillside i didn't see another deer that night so i was like man dang you said this is like the most action you've had um but does that correlate to like how much you've been in the woods is it like have you put more time in the stand this year than you have in the previous years or are you learning? I think I'm part learning a bit more. I'm learning for sure. I don't feel like I've gone out as much this year as I have in the years past. Okay, because um, I graduated in May, and so the past year yeah. I've been in school. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to. Um, it was very easy to reorganize my schedule and um, not go to class and yeah. go into the woods. Okay, and so um, yeah, I feel like I'm just making smarter decisions. Like if the wind's not right, don't go in there. Yeah, like there's no reason to blowing it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, well, that's good, dude. Yeah, that's good. What about your other interaction that you had with that? Uh, was it was it at the that ten point you were telling me about? Yeah, I, I don't know how many points nine he or was. ten. Yeah, like he that. was Dang. he was a big boy. Um, but same spot on the lease. Doe came through hot, and her tongue was out, mouth open, running. I was like, oh, she's being chased. So I took my bow off, I hooked in, and I could see him coming. He's like fifty yards Getting behind. Getting fired her. up. Yeah, man. I was Ooh. like. Oh. And I had uh, I had cleared an extra lane out behind me where that seven point came in, and so I I had an extra opportunity at him because yeah. I didn't want what happened to happen again. And he came through, and his tongue was out, and mouth open, eyes on the doe, and 
and I drew back and I, I yelled at him. I was like, Matt. Oh, he was moving though. Like, didn't stop. Yeah, no, he, he was he's running. And I was like, Matt, didn't stop again. And I was like, Matt, Matt. And just got like louder hey, and louder. And I was <laughs> I was yelling. Yeah. Like if <laughs> if Chad was on the other side, he definitely would have heard me yelling yeah. at this deer and probably would have been like, What, what is he doing? Yeah. yeah. But that deer did not stop running after that doe and just yeah. just gone. Gosh. And then a little fork came behind him in the same spot. And I was like, Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it. Get him. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, man. And I like hit my grunt tube and like I just did whatever I could to try and get, get that deer yeah. to come back. At yeah. least curious. Yeah. yeah, they're in that zombie mode. Oh, dude, when they're when they're full on rutting like that, it's hard to make them turn around to do anything. It's fun but to watch though. This lease he's talking about, we're 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 on it together. Uh, I got him on there this year because uh, there was an opening, but um, it's a pretty good lease, man. It's like almost. Almost seven hundred acres. Well, it was at one point. Dude's selling off pieces of it. Um, so it's probably like six, five fifty, six hundred now. But still a lot of land. Well, the problem is, is most of it's like commercial farmland, so it's like huge uh. fields. Which you know, I mean, it's great because the deer have food and stuff. But like, most of the wooded area is like pretty darn steep, isn't it, TJ? Yeah, it is. And uh, I don't know, but, you know, I've never been on that point you're talking about. I've been close to it, obviously. Turkey hunted up there on the edge of the field. I know the edges of the fields are super thick, but what's it like off that point? Is it super thick or is it, like, pretty kind of? It's it's still fairly thick um, once you go off that hill. And then there's a lot of, like, um, rock ridges. Yeah. So, like, just finding... It's just guessing which one they're using because I'll step in a tree on, on top of the rocks yeah. um, the first time and had a little eight come through and um, I shot out of him. It's like it's like stair-stepping benches, basically. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like guessing which bench they're going to come on. Yeah. And if I'd have been set up on that first tree that I was um, on that point, yeah, I would have killed that seven yeah. and I would have killed that big deer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, when I was on the top one, the deer came through on the bottom one, so I moved <laughs> down and... <laughs> You know what's crazy? It's like um, I've been in that situation a lot where you're like you walk into the woods and you're like, hmm. and they're like, this looks good right here. This is a good trail. And then you like second guess yourself. Yeah. And you go oh, past it. Dude, I do that all the time. And it's like, oh, dude. <laughs> it's the most frustrating so, thing. Like, like if you just honestly, if I would have just trusted my gut so many times, dude. Yeah, you would you have know, had a lot better shot. Uh, yeah, like I would have killed some decent deer, like yeah. really big deer, actually. One, t- in, one in South Dakota last year, man. I walked in, walked kind of around the point of this field, dropped off in the creek bottom, nice, thick, worn-down trail coming through. But the day before, I was in there in a different spot and had seen some deer moving through this other place. But I came up to that trail and this tree, and I was like, this looks pretty money, but I've already got my mind set up on going to the other yeah. spot, you know, yeah. and then I can see the spot that I passed is like 80 yards away and I see a huge like seven or eight pointer come through Gosh, and like right under that tree. Gosh. Yeah, I was feel like, he, and he, he was, sorry, he, he was the deer that I was in there hunting. Yeah. Like I had an encounter with him the first day and then i think this was the fourth day dang and he came he came right under the tree that i like 
walked up to and was like, this looks good. I think I'm going to climb it. And then I was like, eh, maybe I'll go on a, a little bit deeper. Yeah. And yeah. Dang, dude. <laughs> it's happened a few times. <laughs> uh, more times I care to uh, remember, really, but. Yeah. What are you going to say? I mean, I'll, I'll do that too, or I'll like. I'll wake up and I know I know what tree I want to go to. And so I start going out there and then start walking and I'm like, man, I was like, this tree honestly looks better. Like I'll, I'll encounter your trail. And I'm <laughs> like, all right, all I was like, I'll set up on this spot. And I was like, but then the tree I was going to set up on is that's where the deer were. Yeah, exactly. Like, Come yeah. on. Dude, you know what I started doing is every time I get in the woods and I start second guessing myself, I just like stop and I go, I had a plan. I'm going to stick to it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It is what it is. And then if I find more, you know, evidence that I needed to be somewhere else, then I'll go to that spot. Because, like, at the beginning of the season, dude, I was second-guessing myself every single time I'd go hunt. I'd literally get set up in the tree, and I'm like, I need to move. I'm just like, what the (laughs) heck am I doing? So, honestly, it's been really helpful. I think the gut feeling, man, like, you should probably follow it. No, 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 I I think so, too. But it's just like if I'm if I stop, like the moment I stop is the moment I usually just like my mind goes in like 30 different places on what I need to do. And I'm just like, just do something like it doesn't matter. Just do something. Just quit standing here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but my thing is, I'm not going to have a shot anyway. So I might as well just set up in the tree. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Might as well enjoy the sunrise. (laughs) Sometimes I get hung up on a place and I'm just like. Even if I'm not seeing nothing, I'm yeah. like I'm. I just keep going back there. I'm like I don't know why I keep coming back here, but yeah. when you should probably be going. Y'all were to think it would be good, but like it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I think sometimes we go where we want the deer to be instead of where they actually are. It's true. Yeah, yeah. No, I do that true. a lot. Yep. I'm like, yep. This just I can just envision everything that's going to happen here. Sit there eight times. And, and exactly nope. what you envision and happens, see. but it's like way off in the distance. Yeah, or you don't it's see in, nothing. It's in the yeah. thick spot Yeah, where the deer are. Yeah. Dang, dude. Well, dude, I want to jump into this too. Um, you had an opportunity last season to go to Colorado and elk hunt. You also did the same thing this year, but you guys actually, you didn't get one last year, correct? Nope. But you got one this year. We did. All right, talk to me about this. So how did it go down? So, um, and it, it, give me a little backstory too of like who you went with, where you work too. Yeah. So, uh, um, I work at CrossFit Mayhem, which is a big gym in town, um, mm-hmm. owned by Rich Froning. He's, uh, if you know CrossFit, is it Froning know, or Froning? Froning. Froning. That's good to know. Yeah. I so. didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, I got an opportunity to drive the truck and trailer out there, um, mm-hmm. to go, to go hunt elk with him and, um, so I went out there that last honestly, year. That honestly cracks me up because, like, <laughs> he's like, if I was in his position, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get these college kids <laughs> driving my truck and camper out there. The, I'm going to fly, fly out, out there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So me, hilarious. me and another guy, it's like 20 hours and 30 minutes of drive yeah. from where we were to, to where we went to. Gosh. And, um, and so me and another guy drove it last year straight through. Like we just had like a blow up mattress in the back. And so we just take turns. Like I'd be asleep while he's driving and then we just mm-hmm. switch back and forth. Um, and so we got out there. I was not ready for an elk hunt. 
especially the way that that we were hunting elk out there. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with a bunch of CrossFitters. Yeah, who are so like, it's yeah. So. We, uh, I mean, you would you would think a bunch of CrossFitters are they're no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like that's like they're getting after it. Yeah. No, we we were hiking six six miles a day, and then like oh gosh, yeah, you, we and it ain't we e- it ain't easy hiking no. either. Yeah. No, no, it's it's up and down. Be, We'd be dead. <laughs> That's what would happen. Gone. Yeah. It would no. be terrible. Yeah. So we're camping out at like 10,000 feet elevation. And I remember setting up camp that first night and laying down in the in the bed. And I was like, about every third breath, I was like, <sighs> like just trying to <laughs> trying yeah. to get oxygen because I just wasn't breathing. And so um, you'd walk like 100 yards and you'd be out of breath. And you're like, why am I so out of breath? But no, it was just rough. You're climbing over logs, yeah. climbing under trees. Yep. fighting with a brush and you're hunting and you're walking all day and you stay out there all day and i didn't see a thing sun up to sundown for six days last year mm. and that Gosh. just like demoralizing you, yeah. demoralizing yeah. yeah but emotionally i was more wrecked than than physically and so yeah. um i ended up i saw three elk last year um we went out to a point one time and on the other the other side of the mountain in a little small opening i saw three elk move through like at last light I was like, oh, cool. So there is elk here. They do exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were on, we were like through that field the, uh, the, that morning, but didn't see a thing. So, um, gosh. Yeah. So we drove back. So, so we drove back into town. They slept in a hotel that night. Me and, um, it's a guy named Sam drove the truck back that night. And so, um, we got back to town about the same time they got back that next day. And, and it was just rough. Dang. Um, so this year, I drove it. Actually, my fiance drove out with me. She didn't. She wasn't hunting, so um, she flew back when they flew in, and I drove it back by myself. But um, we got out there and got set up, and I was a little bit more prepared this year mentally yeah. than anything. Physically, I think I'm in more shape than I was, but <laughs> but mentally, I was in I was in a yeah. better state. Like, okay, we're gonna walk around. We're not gonna see anything. I'm just gonna, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not there. To <laughs> gonna yeah, see yeah. that Colorado mountains. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, no self service for a week. Like just, just me and the open air and looking six at six other dudes looking at elk poop <laughs> and, and sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, we go hiking the first three days. We're in a spot in this national forest, and we heard that all the elk were up. Like they've been pressured up. They're up high, up high, up high. And so we we climbed to like ten eight and. We're hiking around through there, and we really don't see anything for the first three days. Um, we actually split up into, like, groups of three, and one of the group spooked some elk up there, but that, that was about it. That was about all the action, and um, we're at camp, and this truck drives by, and he kind of slows down when he drives by and then drives off, and we're like, that was weird. He turns around and comes back and pulls into camp, and he goes, um, I saw the camper. It says Froning Farms. Is, is Rich here? And we were like, yeah, so he meets Rich. He just he does CrossFit or knows about <laughs> him and pulls yeah. up and he goes, he goes, yeah, we're in this spot, just like the next unit over on some BLM land. He said, he said we've had six encounters in, in five days. He said we there elk all over. Like we could have killed some cow, we could have killed some spikes, like like real close. Dang right, some good intel. You know? Yeah. So we were like, all right, we'll go there. Hadn't heard a thing all week. Um, for the first three days and, and we we drove the truck over to that spot and we parked and as soon everybody got out and everybody closed the doors and as soon as we closed the doors first thing we heard is is, is a bugle 
Nice. And we were like, oh yeah. <laughs> and so they were, they were, um, they were across private and, um, I guess I didn't realize this, but there, are, there is a bunch of public land out west that is landlocked. Yeah, by private land, and you can't cross. You can't cross private land. You have no access to that public it, land unless you get access to walk across from those private. Exactly. People. Yeah. There's a. There's a, like this. So you just have to have like written permission, or. Yeah. There's this crazy uh, lawsuit going on right now. I don't know if it's still going on, but it was going on with these guys who were out in like. Don't remember the state, Wyoming, or like somewhere like that, where they did like corner crossing. So there's like a small strip of private land that, like, I mean, like, like small, very small. Like you, yeah. like you could climb over it if you had a way over it. Well, what they did, they did get a way over it. They brought a ladder out, and they didn't touch the private land, but they went through the airspace. I'm doing finger yeah. quotes here. Yeah. And um, they they're getting sued because they crossed through the air on the what private the land, heck? yeah, to get over to this public. to get over to this public, yeah. What the heck? Or surely, yeah. the people that are suing them for crossing, like, well, they have a they have are they the, residents the, the, of this? There's a ranch there, and they they like I guess they. They elk on it or guide elk on it, or oh. so it was like this whole like, oh, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but it's a really funny going. story. Yeah, you can. Meat Eater did a special on it. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, uh, I heard and the it's, meat eater. it's it's pretty funny, but yeah, they had literally getting sued. How would they even know? What the heck? What I what the I ran, the 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 people were watching them do it from the road, and then they like did this. They like harassed them from the road, from the, you know, the the dirt track road or whatever. And I don't know. You'll just have to go listen to it. I'm butchering it. But Dang. So are they uh, gonna like take the bull over in their space to get it out? I don't. I guess if they kill one, yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure. But so we need a heli. Yeah. Just kind of. <laughs> no, I mean that's the only way you're getting over to that landlocked yeah, yeah. land, right? Yeah. And so we joked about that out there. We were like, we're gonna rent a helicopter, and I was. We got to a high point, and I had some self-service, and I was Googling how much a helicopter would cost. <laughs> you would, I mean, you would think, like, their wildlife resource agency would try to solve that issue. I don't know, though. It's a, it's a big deal over there. Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's controversial, because it's like, if you own that land that they have to cross, it's like, you don't want anybody on your land. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Yeah. But there's no way to access that public land unless you cross their land. And yeah, it's there's like, no easement rights. Yeah. Dang. And so it's public mm. land, so you and I own it, but we can't touch it because... Because it's landlocked. Yeah. It's locked in by private. Unless you had a helicopter. Yeah. Or hit the Jack A boys up and shoot us over on <laughs> with a cannon. <laughs> How are you going to get back? We're going to shoot a cannon over to <laughs> Cross a knot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And so... Um, so we were going to go left up on not landlocked public land. Yeah, sure. Um, but to the right, across the private on a hillside, which was public. The, the hillside was public, but is landlocked. Um, there are like three or four bulls over there, like 20, 30 cows, and, and they're going crazy, like bulls running each other off. They're bugling and stuff, and we're sitting there, and we're like, wow. 
this is really, really cool. Yeah. This yeah. is a lot better than last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so we end up just like, ah, all right, we can't do anything about it. So we went and hunted. Um, we had one bugling close. We thought we were going to have um, a shot on one the first day on that new spot. I guess that's day four. And just didn't work out. Heard him, heard him walking up in a way. We scared him off. And then um, we went up and sat up on ridges and would watch. And um, we sat at a water or at a wallow for a little bit and saw that there was like a climbing stand there and there's some elk hide um, down the bottom. So we'd seen some people killed there, uh, killed some elk there. And so yeah. we were like, oh, it's a decent spot. But I mean, we walked all over that, that BLM. Um, and, and just there were elk out there. And so it was, that's where we went for for the next three days. And then that last day, we were going to hunt a half day in the morning and then we were going to go back to camp mm-hmm. and pack up and go into town, get a hotel room, shower, yeah, eat dinner. Mm-hmm. And then, um, cause they flew out that next morning. So I was going to drop them off and then drive back home. And, uh, we start walking and we go to that wallow again and we're sitting there and it's like, it's like 1130 and we're about to take out lunch start eating lunch and we were about to head back probably about one thirty, because we had about a mile and a half back to the truck and we're all sitting there and one of the guys goes bull we're like what he's like bull elk and he just points and we everybody freezes and this bull walks out at like 30 35 yards and he just looks right up at us right above the wallow and we're all sitting on this like hillside right above it and like not moving. Not or, prepared at all. Nobody's my bow's laying next to me on the ground. Like I don't have an arrow knocked. Like yeah. nothing. Golly. And uh, Rich was the only one that had his bow up. He just had his bow up and an arrow knocked for whatever reason. He's sitting there just been holding it. Yeah. And um Cause he smart knew he was man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, overlooking a wallow, you know, don't let your guard down by God. Yeah. He was like, you know, just in case. And we were like, yeah. all right, good luck. Yeah. You're, you're not going to kill anything, yeah. no. I mean, we're all sitting <laughs> as far as we are apart, just on this hillside, just hanging out. And um, he was actually watching a football game that Detroit Lions were playing. We had service on the Wallow, so I think it's part of the reason why we uh, sat there. We sat there, and I was watching <laughs> some Netflix. Yeah. And so yeah. it was, uh, we were just hanging out. And and then as soon as he said bull, everybody kind of like shifted real quick and like froze. And that bull, I don't know if he saw a shift or he was just like checking the wallow out because we had done some cow calls. We'd raked around the wallow, like I bugled once or twice, just like messing every, around every basically. 30, 45 minutes just to just see to, if anything's yeah, out there. You never know. And, um, and so we sat there and for 10 minutes that elk did not move. He'd just like look up and then he'd like look around and he'd look back up and we just all were frozen. Like my heart was beating out of my chest. Everybody's like breathing heavy and you're like trying not to move. Yeah. Um, and then it turns around like he's going to walk back where he came from, which Rich didn't have a shot. Maybe a little window that he was, he said he's going to send an arrow. And then it, it circled back around. And he was at 40 and he shot and we all went, man, I looked high. And he's like, yeah, it sounded high. And it sounded like it hit a tree. And we were like, oh, and he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, guys. He's like, I ruined it. He's like, been out for a week and and I yeah. just missed a shot, you know, one opportunity, and we were like, ah, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And so we wait like five minutes and then we go down because the elk just takes off, it takes off running, and he's like crashing through the woods, but it doesn't sound like he's yeah crashing. Down. Yeah, it just sounds, it sounds like, like he's, an elk running through the woods. Yeah, not like crashing. Yeah. yeah. And so we uh, we walk down there and we're looking around and and he finds his arrow and it is just bright red covered in blood. Nice. And I was like. Oh, yeah. And so we're like, all right, let's go up. We'll eat. Give him some time. And so we went and ate lunch, got some water, 
Watch some Netflix. Finish the Watch Detroit game. I bet every yeah. single person at that wallow had their bow in their head <laughs> for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. And so we sat up there for yeah. about 30, 45 minutes, and then we uh, we started walking up kind of where that elk was. Elk took off, and we were looking around and, like, not really seeing any blood um, for the first, like, 30, 40 yards. And then we got to a tree, and about, about, um, about chest high, there was, like, blood splattered on this tree. Like, nice. a, a good little... Good, good mess of blood. Good spraying. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I was like, that elk is down. I was like, oh, yeah. And so we're walking, and then Rich sees him. He just piled up. He died maybe 80 yards away. Like, he just sprinted, and I guess crashed. And Yeah. Nice. And so that was awesome. It was a, it was a five by four. Dang, dude. Five yeah. by four. That's a good one. Was it, uh, so what the shot look like? Double uh, long? Or? Yeah, double long. It was just, it was just high long. Just high long? Yeah, he died, he died quick. Yeah, but, nice. Uh, you know, with his lung, sometimes they don't bleed a whole lot, and they just, Yep. It fills up in the cavity and they just especially high lung yeah yeah high body shots cavity shots they don't really yeah, bleed a it ton. doesn't yeah it doesn't drain out the bottom so yeah um so we're like awesome and so it takes three of us to like reposition it and then we start cutting it up and we got a we got a guy who actually makes the campers name's david curtis he uh he was out there with us there's four of us crossfitters and then david curtis and he does nice. crossfit too but um he's from colorado he hunts out there a lot like Dude's an animal in the woods. Like, yeah. it's crazy. You're walking through the woods and he like stops and he's like, mule deer. And you're like, I would have never seen that. Like, yeah. how in the world did you just find yeah. it? It's insane. But um, he helped us quarter it up. So we all got a quarter and we had to walk a mile and a half back to the truck as the crow flies, though. And so it was, that was honestly the hardest thing I have ever done in my life was walking my quarter Pack out. I was miserable. Yeah. That's what they say, man. It was so bad because not only are you you have a hundred pounds plus your pack on your back, you are fighting the logs, you are fighting the bushes, you are fighting. I was on my hands and knees crawling at one point, getting under logs, like stepping over these logs. Like it was just, it was rough. I don't know if I could do it. Type type two fun right there, by golly, man. So did you eat any of it? Yeah. So I got I got a little bit of it. once we got back, Rich took it to a processor here in town. Um, part of it, we left some of it with David because he eats that stuff yeah. a lot. His family likes it. And so, um, but we got back and we had a little cookout and Rich prepared it a couple of different ways. And it was, man, it's, it's good. They say it's really good. Oh, it's, I've had elk, so. it's really good. Have you ate elk before? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I've never had any. It's I good stuff, either. dude. Made it worth it, but man, that packout was rough. But I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. So. That's wild. So how long have you worked at CrossFit Mayhem? So I started working there. Like I said, I got here in August, and I started working there like December, January. I started help coaching. Cool. And so um, I've been coaching there ever since. Um, I was there full-time for a little bit, but then now I'm, I'm working somewhere else, and I'm just there part-time, so I still coach every day and, cool. and help with some back-end stuff. But, um, but yeah, but I enjoy it. It's a good place. Yeah, that's awesome. Chad, you told me uh, you were starting there? So eventually, yeah, probably. Want to try? <laughs> yeah, w- whenever I feel like it. <laughs> Man, I just been like, I've had a lot of health things going on, right? Like within the last couple of months, man. Like I haven't even hardly been able to get in the woods, and yeah. it's just a lot going on. So, yeah, we've been super busy too. Again, I'm, I'm on the men though. Like I'm feeling a lot better right now. I feel like garbage because I didn't sleep hardly at all in the last week. But yeah, um, no, I'm feeling better. I'm gonna start doing 
the doctor's got me on steroids right now, so it's perfect time to come in. <laughs> you know, take advantage of that. Exactly, while you're on baby. <laughs> Yo, did you guys see that? Uh, it finally came out to the Liver Kings. On yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, saw that. <laughs> everybody was just like, "Wow, we never expected this at all." Oh, yeah. <laughs> just cracked me up, dude. I read some of those emails, man. It was funny. It was hilarious. I've yeah. seen uh, I've seen videos of guys that like just saw Liver King in public, and he's like, "All right." He goes, "Flex your abs," and he goes, "Now relax your abs." He's like, "Cause like I guess if you've had work done on your abs or or any muscles, like they they stay rigid all the time. That's how yeah. like they no change. So, yeah, and so he he's like, I don't. He's like, I don't have to flex. He's like, just came up with some yeah, yeah. some excuse to not yeah because of do. the liver yeah. and the things <laughs> inside the liver. He made tons of money. Crap ton. Yeah, yeah crap he ton. Super famous. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good question. Uh, Hunter, would you uh, would you take steroids <laughs> to make a bunch of money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy yes. Easy yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even Ask if me it that came question. Out, would you? I'm already taking steroids, <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Not not even for the money. No, no, no. Just just to do them. Just to get rid of this stupid inflammation in my eyeball. Gosh, that's funny, dude. The um, so you started hunting three years ago. Yeah. Which you started the season before I started. Yeah, you started two years ago, right? Yeah. 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 So this I is had your a, second season. Second season. This is your third. This is my third. Yep. So I started with turkey. I guess when COVID hit, I just got fed up and started yeah i was like all right i was like i'm gonna go because like i mean you always have buddies who if you before you started hunting i'm sure wes i don't know about you guys but like wes people were like yeah come on out like we'll we'll take you we'll take you we'll take you and then it just never never happens never happens and so i was like all right i said i'm i'm going out and i'm gonna make a lot of mistakes but um something that learn on your own i would like to do i think Mm -hmm. it'd be a fun hobby and um falling in love with it i enjoy it was that the main reason you got into hunting was just a Kind of like have a hobby or yeah, my dad's my dad's hunted a little bit, um, but with his job, he uh, he can't hunt mm-hmm. a whole lot, and so I, yeah. I went with him one time, and that was we've been a couple times now um, since I've started. He'll he'll come down and, and we'll go, but um, I normally don't. He he didn't hunt a whole lot, so I didn't grow up hunting or anything yeah, like that. I'm about so. the same way. Well, what made you get into it though is like the question: was it just buddies talking about her, or was it like the health? Um, you know, that intrigued you or like the healthy food or what? I, I guess a little bit, of, a little bit of all that, like obviously yeah. the healthy food, but the, the challenge of, of going out and harvesting an animal and like, um, and doing it all yourself. I feel like everybody yeah. should have that ability to go out and if you need to, to gather food for you yeah. and yeah. for your family, provide, be yeah. able to yeah. take care of yourself. And so, yeah. Um, I like that. And then obviously like, um, I enjoy like learning about different things. Like I know a little about a lot. And so like learning how deer work, learning how turkey work, why they do what they do. Um, mm-hmm. the thermals, the wind, like, but all, you know, also you said you, your time was like freed up and like, you probably just were like, I don't have idle hands. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I need something to do. And it's like, yeah, yeah with, with COVID for sure. Hunting. I'm going to go hunting. I'm going to do it, yeah. I mean, you see hunting videos, and that's always always cool. I'll tell you, dude, like, COVID, like, did a number to get a lot of people in the woods. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, I got to, uh, 
it's like weird to say it, but like, cause it's not a good thing, I guess. But like the COVID pandemic is kind of what caused our success, you know, cause mm-hmm. people were like getting out into the woods yeah, more frequently. And it's yeah. like, you know, I feel like, I feel like saddle hunting kind of really, really took started off. taking off then. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. 2020. Yep. Yeah, I feel Which like is pretty wild. that's that's when that's when like obviously there were a couple other companies out there making making saddles, but like that's when we came on and you know, a couple yeah. of our competitors came on. Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of correlation there because it's like the moment people are like, Where am I gonna buy my food? is the moment other people people are gonna start trying to come up with solutions too. It's like hunting is well just morally, man, like the meat you get in the grocery store is just like it's terrible, dude. You know. You don't yeah, know, it's you I don't saw know. how it was harvested yeah. and how those animals were treated. Yeah, anti anti hunters are a joke. But, <laughs> um, it's the truth, especially if they eat meat. You're you're a <laughs> hypocrite, and you know, kind of a joke. But um, yeah, no, dude, like commercial farming is terrible. Not all but, of it. Well, but, most of it is. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know. It's nothing like taking an animal that's lived free for its whole life. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's it, lived a long and, life. And no better, no more, I mean, there's no meat out there that's more nutritious than venison, yeah, venison no. or yeah. elk or yeah. wild turkey or any yeah. any wild animal. And there's always this this argument <clears> of, well, they'll, they'll die of old age out there in the wild. Like if you just yeah, let but them that's, be. that's gruesome. And I'm like, that actually doesn't happen. They just get slower than the predators. Exactly. They eventually yeah. get ripped there apart. There has like, to be eaten alive. Population yeah. control, period. Yeah, yeah man. Conservation. Hunters are the number mm-hmm. one conservationists. Yeah. Or however you would say that. Yeah, yeah. they are. Because yeah. my dad, you know. Well, Baker's number two. Well, He's uh, 57. And he, you know, he, he hunted when he was young. You know, he probably said there's more deer now. Than oh, my the, gosh. Yeah. You'd be lucky. I mean, you shot the first thing you've seen, period. Because yeah. there would you would go months, weeks. Yeah, without seeing Without deer. seeing anything. Yeah, gosh. man. That's like a, a, there's um, a really good podcast uh, from Bear Grease. Yeah. Um, it's talking about. Um, back when gosh, you could. I can't remember. Back in, back in like the turn of the century, like mm-hmm. early 1900s, late 1800s, early 1900s of like. Um, devastated prop uh, black bear population. Honey. Yeah, yeah, black bear. Like there, there was uh, um, market hunting mm-hmm. for the bear meat, right? Like, and for venison, I think. Well, not so much venison. Like it's funny because venison wasn't really like a thing to eat then. Well, it was fur was probably it, big it too. was, but it was like when you went hunting, you went bear hunting. You went to go get bear meat, not. Dude, venison was just that way today. Yeah, venison was just like, oh, there's a deer. I'm gonna kill it because we don't see any bear. Yeah. You know, but like, bear hunting was essential. Yeah, bear meat was so much more valuable and prized, and like, you know, the obvi- obviously back then when you're hunting, like, a bear is a bigger animal, so you're getting you're yielding getting, more meat, yeah. and like, you know, but. It's a really good podcast that um, um, bear on on bear grease, yeah. Um, that talks about this black man around the turn of the century. I can't remember his name. Holt Collier, dude. That's a fascinating podcast, man. 
if you haven't listened to it, you got to, but uh talks about that dude killed more bear than Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone combined. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. And they're famous for killing bears. Yeah. So that tells That's you how many bears. bears are some freaking gnarly creatures. Yeah, dude. Joe Rogan talks about them all I the time. I want to kill a bear. <laughs> dude, I want to I want to kill a black bear so bad. Can't even stand it, man. With my bow, anyway. Here in Tennessee? In, anywhere, really. Sure, if you're, li- in my if you're listening <laughs> to this, invite me bear hunting, please. All of us. I was, invite all of us. But Chad, mainly. <laughs> 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 I was walking around. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was walking around in Colorado with a bear tag. Um, yeah. Didn't see anything. But the but the year before, that first year I went, um, I wasn't with him, but but Rich and, and a little group he was with that day, they, they ran into a bear. And uh, they went running after it. Was it a black bear or a grizzly? Black bear, yeah. Okay. Where we are, I don't think is grizzly, grizzly country. country just yet. Um, pretty Where close, is there grizzlies in the States? Uh, uh, Wyoming, Colorado. Washington. Like north of Colorado, like top half of Colorado. And I'm pretty sure just like almost all the Rocky Montana, Mountains. Great Yellowstone area. Because they're considerably bigger than a black bear. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're vicious. They do not f around, dude. Yeah. I'd like to go to like Kodiak, Alaska, dude. We when we went to Washington, we were we were, we were hiking a, it's like Mount Fremont or something like that. It's a, it's like the second tallest or something besides uh, Rainier. Yeah, and uh, literally, it's like right before you get on the trail, there's just signs of like beware of grizzlies, <laughs> and yeah. then it's like you go up another 150 feet, and then there's another sign. Beware of more grizzlies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it just keeps getting worse as you keep going up. Yeah. It's the oh. freakiest thing. Did you hear TWRA finally admitted that there are mountain lion in Tennessee? Did they really? I yeah. saw that. It was on the news the other day. Bunch what? of trail cam. I wasn't bun- scared of the dark enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of trail cam photos. Of the people are getting trail cam photos of mountain lions. Cougars and. A lot yeah. of West Tennessee right now, though, right? Yeah, ma- mainly in West Tennessee, but yeah. For real? Yeah. That like, freaks me out even more. Yeah, because you hunt around uh, yeah. Memphis area. Yeah. Well, if they come over to these parts, they're going to get run <laughs> off by coyotes. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all Too many daggum coyotes right around right now. Dude, there is. Hey, we need to put some trap lines out. Dude, I was looking at trapping stuff this morning. I got some. Man. I got. Well, I mean, I got stuff, but I need to re-up on some lures and baits. Yeah. I got my, my traps are ready to rock and roll. So you Mine just have to two. get the license to trap. That comes with your sportsman's license. Wait, does it really? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I can legally do it? Yeah. I didn't realize that. She gotta get you some trap tags. Okay. Today. Do you buy those individually? Yeah. I got some tags. We can tag them. Well, tell me when, dude. I'll be there. I mean <laughs> I mean you just go For out and you set them, you set them and then you look yeah. Oh, and then you just wait. Come back and check them. First. Oh, okay. Or you said probably getting prime here pretty soon. I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Oh yeah, yeah. They start breeding in what February? Yeah, yeah, January, February. Which somewhere. south? I mean, the fur market is not not basically non-existent be. for the past few years. I mean, it's just yeah, it's like anything no. else. Dang. I mean, too many coy- snowflakes coy- out there, by golly. <laughs> Southeast coyotes and. Most south southern animals don't really bring a whole lot. There's niche markets that you can do some footwork and get into. You yeah. know, some caster stuff, 
yeah. beaver stuff. So, I mean, you can make money, but you ain't going to get rich. It's about being in the woods, I would do it more for, you know. Protecting turkeys. and Yeah, conservation. Yeah. Fawns, turkeys and fawns. Right. and fawns. Right. I'd really like a a coyote uh, hoodie with its head still on. Oh, we could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be cool. We'll get you one made up. Dances with the oats. (laughs) <laughs> dances with you we got a we got a whole bunch of sewing machines upstairs we could sew you on up dude that'd be so cool dude we could start lining saddles with coyote first that's what i was about to say put yeah. a little uh-huh. put a little coyote on the saddles and a little seat warmer by going yeah <laughs> it it would be yeah southeast coyote stinky one gosh coyotes stink bro they do stink. every daggum one i've ever killed is the stinkiest dog yeah you need to get on there and watch them guys like trap some in like Kansas, you know, Oklahoma, some of them yeah. coyotes. Big when boys. they're like prime. Man, they're fur man, they're they're they're, they're nasty. They're beautiful. Well, they are beautiful, but I'm saying the the ones here are freaking nasty. Dude. Oh, yeah. These are like mangy dirtbag coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> dirtbag coyotes. <laughs> Bunch of douchebags. Yeah. Like out there they <laughs> hunt them with like three hundred yeah. Mags and stuff. Oh, when they hit them, they're just like fur that just. Dude, the thing I the the videos I like watching are the thermal cameras. Yeah. Where there's just like a hundred of them, and then you just hear. I tell you, the videos I like watching is the the decoy dogging. Guys get like the dogs and train them. Hey. To go out there and they just like annoy the coyotes and they fall they just like they, back they, and forth. they bring the coy- the coyotes dude they will like, pack up and chase the dog what and then oh, the yeah. dog br- brings the pack of coyotes dude, back you to the gotta watch it big Paul Doggin look him big up on Paul Doggin yeah he's from like Arkansas I think but dude he's got from what I've seen he's got some of the best dogs on YouTube hey Alex DeBoard is a big time coyote yeah. hunter man yeah, we yeah, could talk go. about it guys. Shoot. I they're don't coming, know if they they're have coming dogs. up, but uh, dude, we can put them on some coyotes. I'll tell them to bring his gear, and we'll go out one night and shoot some coyotes. Dude, that'd be fun. But you can't shoot them in that Tennessee. Oh, that's right. You can do it at where he's at. Maybe yeah, we need Georgia. to go to Georgia. Yeah, that's oh, dude. dumb, dude. Why? Why do they not change that? Tennessee's kind of Tennessee strict on a lot of stuff. I know it, man. But uh, I, I typically always hunt them. The same way I hunt deer. First thing in the morning. Yeah, just first thing in the morning. Every coyote I've ever killed was first thing in the morning. Yeah. The last one I killed, literally, we sit there and hit the call, and we didn't, I mean, literally was there like two minutes. Poop, right on the hill. Dang. The guy I took, it was the first time he'd ever been, and he's laid out there like dinner on the ground, going like, (laughs) not even his hand. This thing just appears, and I'm like, right in front of you he's like where am i right in front of you and he was like i can't get my gun up it's gonna see me just shoot it boom <laughs> and he's like shoot it, boom dude i just Laid i shot the third it. time and he's like okay i think she's dead i'm like well put a third one in just <laughs> to make sure i don't, I, don't I got that uh permission to hunt that property right by my house in the neighborhood and uh the landowner was like we got a bunch of coyotes around here like you you know you can hunt i don't care but like kill all the coyotes you can right well that season i had killed four i killed four coyotes with my bow but the first one i killed the first encounter i had was like 
got in late because I wanted to scout my way in a little bit and yeah. try to figure out like wh- where to set up and stuff. <clears throat> and uh, actually, I had a huge buck like walk 15 yards from me at the base of this tree. And I'm like, hmm, seems like a good spot. I think I'll climb up this tree. <laughs> I sit my stuff down, dude. And next thing I know, there's like a down tree in front of me. I see a coyote pop up on it and walk like straight up this tree and then like climb down the branches and then get to like eight yards from me. And I like give it the old Texas heart shot through the, through the chest and like, you know, super damn, cool. That's damn. the coolest coyote kill I've ever had. But I mean like yeah, eight, yard, one, eight yeah. yards on the I ground mean, just with my bow. Just imagine this backdrop with like, Fox and <laughs> Bobcat and Coyote spread out on it like a, them old pictures. That'd yeah. be fun. I love looking at them old pictures. There's, man, I can't think of this dude's name and some guy in New York that's like the Coyote God. Almost. Whisper. Yeah. Like their season is literally like two weeks long mm-hmm. that you can trap Coyotes. His record is like 134. Dad, it, son. Crap, dude. Yeah, but he runs like... 250 traps like 12 dozen traps yeah that's wild it's crazy he has like classes and stuff like you can go up there and like spend a week with him he'll teach you how to do certain sets it's not that easy man i've tried it for two years and i uh, I haven't trapped a coyote yet i can i mean i've never trapped anything like i got all trapping crazy and bought all the stuff and then the juice just kind of fizzled out yeah but me and Chad's touched on it, and I think if we ever like, if we ever actually start trapping one, them, I think that will like be hooked. The bug will be on. Will bite us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and I got a guy here locally that I know through work that he's a really good trapper, and his uncle's like a really really good trapper, like a known trapper. Yeah. Dang. And he's like, cool. dude, anytime you want to. Learn the ropes. Yeah, because, I mean, there's tons of different sets, ain't there, Chad? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, I, I dove I dove down that rabbit hole for sure. And, it, I mean, like, it's a legit issue. We don't have enough people trapping. No. It's because the fur market, if they would, you know, it's a, it's a huge deal for, like, that's why our turkey populations and stuff like that are. Dwindling. dwindling you know, it's, they're not great because well, I mean, nobody, nobody's, nobody's coon hunting anymore nobody's coyote hunting snaring nobody's snaring yeah nobody you know all these all these ground predators are just destroying turkeys dang it's almost becoming like a lost trade oh dude it really is is. yeah yeah but they have like these conventions you know like they have trade shows they have Mm -hmm. like these i guess you could call them trade shows for trapping i mean they all the top vendors and brands are always there and they always have like these live courses. I mean, that's something that we might need to check out. Yeah, I'd be down. That'd be a lot of fun. Dude, Just another way to get in the woods. Like, you know, yeah. you see them pictures like of them old trapper dudes, and they got like, you know, yeah, like, all their kills from that year, like on the barn, and they're like kneeled down in front of it, dude. <laughs> that's dudes. pretty pretty ba, isn't it? They, I mean, they really we, are. We did that at the cruiser headquarters. That'd be fun. Yeah, can you uh, can you trap year round? You can. Yeah. So you can trap. Uh, I mean, legally, you got to have a a catch pole. 
So if you do catch like a bobcat out of season or whatever, you got to be able to release, release it. it yep. But uh, in the state of Tennessee, coyote you can trap year round, and as of this year, coon and possum yep. year round. Yep. Of course, there's a season on fox and bobcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And probably beaver. I think you I don't can know if you can hunt yeah, skunk year round. Yeah. The striped skunk you can hunt year round. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't even know that was a game animal. Skunk. Yeah. Oh, dude. They got some of the. Have you ever seen like a spotted skunk? No, Dude, I don't they're think so. really they a pretty. beautiful coat. Yeah, they smell terrible though. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, you. Clean. I mean, you smell terrible after not showering for a week. Ask hey, me how man. I know, bro. Hey man. <laughs> hey man. But when I was <laughs> saying about the niche markets and like, if you wanted to get into it to make a little bit of money, like there's like markets, like where you can get like, maybe there's a guy that's buying two stripe skunks yeah or whatever so that's why well dude speaking of uh of dogs <clears throat> trying to convince station to let me get a a hunting dog I got how's that. that working out for you not good <laughs> let me tell you something we just got a puppy you still got it yeah well every time i talk to you now, but i'm like you either love it or you're ready to to give it to i'm ready somebody. to I'm ready to give her away but you know i'm just got too much going so on. we're in a valley right now yeah yeah what kind of dog she's uh she's cute as a button irish setter poodle mix but full full like no no toy she's gonna be setter a big table. dog yeah. she's gonna be a big dog she's beautiful she's a sweet little dog but like she's a nervous peer so like oh anytime my gosh. Like she just tees and i'm like you just want to choke Doing her. everything not to like scoop you up and punch you out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you why? Know? Why is everything crossed with a poodle? Hypoallergenic, and they don't shed. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, if I had a dog that shed, would not well, be in your house. I wouldn't have a dog that shed. <laughs> yeah, I just got a puppy. Um, Did you? Yeah, like three months ago. Yeah. And so we got a little little black lab and ha, oh, perfect. I got a female black lab, so that's what I yeah. And so she's she's six months old, a couple couple days ago, and um, teaching her how to fetch, trying to. She enjoys it. Shoot, they're smart dogs, man. Yeah. She's so smart, kind of. She's an idiot. She'll get there, and but she'll. She's super sweet, but man, she just dude. Mine's wild. five years old, and she still acts like a puppy. Really, Dusty's got. His dog, he's got a yellow lab, dude. She's like sixteen. Dude, Can't labs, she's still alive, labs, man. and my eyes are are the best dogs. Period. Oh, she's so sweet, dude. Yeah. I, I I love them, but like the shedding hair. Wow, mine ain't inside. Yeah. Well, okay then. There you go. Yeah. yeah she solved. was in, she was inside when she like when we first got her. She was inside for like two weeks, and we kept her in the bathroom while we were at work, and she chewed the baseboard up. <laughs> that was it. Nope, not an air. I, no. I told my wife now, but not at the time. I said, "Your other wife at the time?" No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, "Any awry thing, and she's out." Yeah. Gosh, I hate to do it, but golly. Yeah, we yeah. bought a we bought a little pen for her outside. Or actually, my fiance's uh, dad had a pen from where they had a dog, and we keep her outside most of the day, and. Um, and then at night she she comes inside and she stays in a kennel, 
Um, That's how if it's real cold outside, I just open the laundry room and let her stay in the mudroom. Yeah, but she don't like after a week See, or two. She's five outside, years old now. She she's, she wouldn't come inside. She'd rather be outside. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're she's a dog. Yeah, she stays at my fiance's house. Um, we'll get married in April. Not I'll move in with, move in with her, but for right now, uh, yeah, she stays over there and just stays inside. We don't have a big. It's not a big spot, so you, we can't just let her. Run around yeah. willy nilly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get a blue tick coonhound. There you go. Oh my gosh. Good luck. Have you ever been coon hunting? L- look here, Hank mm-hmm. Williams. All right. You've hey. never been coon hunting? No, dude. All right, we'll go. I just started hunting two years ago. Dude, that's that's it's pretty fun. Oh, dude, it is so much fun. I got a spot with coons. And I've you're and you're and you're scared of the dark, but you like coon. Dude, you got like huge lots. Yeah, and you're with buddies. <laughs> and you're with and a you're bunch with buddies. Of people, so. <laughs> I've had some uh, pretty crazy encounters coon hunting. To be honest yeah. with you, I used to coon hunt four or five nights a week in high school. Golly, dude, that is not what I did in high school. No, me neither. I always <laughs> thought it was really stupid concept. I'm like, this, this sounds kind of dumb. I worked at Lowe's at the time. There's this dude that's a huge coon hunter, and he. Yeah. Beg me to go. And I went out there where you're out there, uh, close out to where your parents live. Dude, it was pouring the rain, lost my phone. I swear, <laughs> you were like, this I, is I swear dumb. I'd never go again. The next week, I bought a dog. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, for like 60 bucks. And I ended up training that thing. And that was the only coon dog that I ever had. I had a, I've had a bunch of coon dogs, but he was the only one that ever made a coon dog. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. What do they just trim? They just pick up a trail and yeah, track them and trim. There used to, there used to be like, uh, they used to do like, I don't know if it was tournament or like, yeah, they still hunts or whatever. Oh yeah, they out there on Coonhunt Road. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember they had the clubhouse there. Baxter still has the meat hunts. Do they? Yeah, that's cool. Remember that from when I was a kid. But anyway, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that. Deer season keeps going the way it's going. We're fixing it. Got to do new endeavors. About to be trapping and coon hunting, by golly. I'm about to make everybody mad on the lease. I'm going to go out to those ponds out there and try and uh, kill some ducks. Try and duck hunt. A little no, bit. I'll go with you. Man, I, uh, I duck hunted for the first time last year, and it is so much fun. That's so, what yeah, everybody We're going says, to, yeah. me and Wesley are going to, well, I don't know if you're still going with us. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy of mine booked us a, a blind at Real Foot Lake, so that'll be a good time. I had a, yeah. uh, I had some friends go to Real Foot last weekend. The uh, and they uh, had a whole mess. Um, what's her name? The Roberts. Yeah, the Roberts. yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> I saw him post that picture. Yeah. Dude, holy crap! That's a so lot of ducks, many, yeah. so many ducks. Yeah, dang. You get them in a saddle. His we son, do. his son hunts pretty hard. I think Jake does. Yeah. yeah. So he's at him. he's at UTK right now, so I don't know if he's got a spot out there. Yeah, or if he, there's some public not. land around there, isn't there? Yeah, there is, but I don't know, man. East Tennessee's pretty tough for whitetail, from yeah. what I hear. A lot of mountains. I mean, don't ask Patrick Pacinger. He killed a hundred and eighty something inch giant on his farm. But <laughs> Damn. anyway, well, cool guys. Uh, TJ, what's your what's your plugs? What's your Instagram? Uh, TJ dot Carver. Nine. Nine. On Instagram, yep. Do you got a Facebook or anything like that? Yep. TJ Carver. TJ Carver. Heck yeah, dude. So you uh do any like 
online classes for CrossFit Mayhem where people can take them, or should they just come into CrossFit Mayhem if they're in town? Uh, if you're in town, yeah, coming across at Mayhem, it's the mecca for CrossFit. Yeah. If uh, if you're looking for any workout programming, Mayhem Athlete. Okay. We uh we got programming, so you can go subscribe to that. Sick. So. Heck yeah, dude. Well, uh, appreciate you guys joining the podcast. Uh, Hunter, it's a pleasure as always. Chad, thank you. Yeah, TJ, yeah. thanks for coming on, man. Everybody for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>